Hey, ever dozed off before your PC at work only to wake up mere seconds later? Tedious job will do that for you. And now, imagine that you've been driving for 10 hours non-stop and that you didn't really have a good night's sleep before that either. What do you think may happen while you're at the wheel? That's right, microsleep can be dangerous. Now, microsleep sounds as if it's just an extra short nap that you take when your body says, I'm done with this. But what really happens is that you're both asleep and awake at the same time. You can sit in front of your computer or at a meeting and stare at some random point on the wall opposite you without even being aware of it. That is, until you wake yourself up or someone does this favor for you. I'd like to give you an example of this condition based on my own life because believe me, I've suffered enough from microsleep episodes to last me a lifetime. You see, I'm a freelancer, so I don't work set hours like 9 to 5 or 10 to 6. Some might say it's awesome. I can choose when to work and sleep away until 3 p.m., but in fact, it's quite different. My pay fully depends on how much I work. So my schedule is pretty irregular, and I might get less than 4 hours of shut-eye at night. Then again, I've got a family, and I need to spend quality time with them too, as well as have my own me-time, of course. Naturally, of all things, I choose to sacrifice sleep in favor of my family, my job, and myself. Now, in case you're wondering why I'm telling you all this in such detail, it has to do with microsleep. It originally started as a nuisance. I would sit at my laptop late at night, writing something for work after an 18-hour shift, and then I'd just space out. It didn't take longer than a few seconds, but I felt my chin falling onto my chest, and I had a really hard time opening my eyes and focusing on the screen. I knew I had to go to bed after that, but more often than not, I'd pour another cup of coffee instead and continue working. After several months of such a schedule, I started noticing something was alarmingly off. Episodes of dozing off became more frequent. I would fall into this weird state every 5 minutes or so. But the creepiest thing was that I would find words and even full sentences I didn't remember typing in my documents. And those were strange things that I wrote. They didn't even fit the overall context. That was when I decided to do something about my life. Otherwise, as I suspected, I would soon ruin both my career and my health. And naturally, first of all, I did some research on the topic. It turned out this is a rather common issue with lots of people. Like I said a bit earlier, it's a state when you're asleep, but not quite. The thing is, certain parts of your brain simply shut down during microsleep, while others keep on going like nothing happened. This leads you to become pretty much a zombie for a few seconds. Your brain is not fully operational, you don't really control yourself, and you can't wake yourself up by force of will either, because you don't even realize you've fallen asleep. 
All you do is basically stare blankly in front of you and then wake up with a jolt and no memories of what just happened. Sounds like some kind of a sci-fi flick, but at least you don't awaken any uncanny abilities while microsleeping. Anyway, I digress. I thought microsleep was linked with a lack of healthy night's rest. But it seems well-rested people can also experience it. So no one's really safe. In 2012, Dr. Govinda Pudel and his colleagues from the Monash University in Australia conducted an experiment in which 20 healthy and rested people were given a 50-minute task to complete. The catch was in the task itself. It was an awfully boring activity where the participants had to track an object on the screen. The researchers, meanwhile, did a tracking of their own. They monitored the subject's eye and brain activity. As a result, they found that over 70% of the subjects frequently fell into microsleep. It turned out that the tedium of the tracking task was so intense that people simply couldn't stop their thoughts from wandering. So, despite all of the participants having a good night's sleep before the experiment, almost three-quarters of them experienced microsleep. Okay, that makes this state not the one associated with tiredness, doesn't it? Well, it's not that simple. Mental exhaustion is actually a huge factor anyway. In as early as 1994, NASA conducted a study that proved pilots who had 40-minute naps perform much better in the last 90 minutes of their flight than those who didn't have the luxury. Their performance was evaluated by different parameters, one of which was the number of microsleep episodes. And it appeared that the pilots who had napped during the day only had 34 episodes mid-flight, while the non-nappers had a whopping 120. Can you even imagine how dangerous it is for a pilot to zone out during a flight? That's exactly why it's mandatory for all civil aviation pilots to have an 8-hour sleep before their next flight. So what happens to you when you have a microsleep episode? In 2015, Dr. Julin Ong from the Duke NUS Graduate Medical School, Singapore, tried to explain its mechanism. The participants of Dr. Ong's experiment first had to endure 22 hours without sleep. Then they were laid into a dark fMRI machine, where F stands for functional, and their brain activity was monitored. Now picture yourself in their shoes. You've been deprived of sleep for almost a full day. And then you get to lie down in some dark place, which feels cozier with every passing minute. Naturally, very soon, all subjects started zoning out. And that's when the researchers noticed unusual patterns. You see, during normal sleep, the thalamus, which regulates the sleep-wake cycle, stops sending signals to the brain, becoming much less active. The same thing happens during microsleep, so here's a similarity already. But the main difference between the two is that during microsleep, areas of the brain responsible for alertness suddenly lit up. If it were normal sleep, they wouldn't so much as spark, but in this case, they simply burst. The researchers concluded that the case was solved. Microsleep was declared a state in which your brain really wants you to fall asleep, but at the same time, it doesn't feel safe enough to turn you off. That's why it activates the regions that would spike your attention levels and let you go on for some more time. 
Ideally, it should give you time to find a place to lie down and get some Zs. In reality, however, everything's different. Just like I said, you space out and don't control your body, which may just stay still or continue doing the task you set before it prior to your microsleep sesh. And this is, perhaps, the most dangerous thing of all. Many people don't notice their episodes because they've never stopped doing what they were doing and they don't even realize they've just zoned out of reality. Now, let's get back to the example I gave you at the very beginning. You're on a highway and you're driving fast. You know there's a sharp turn a mile down the road and you get ready to slow down, but then something happens and you're already rolling in an overturned car. You don't even remember what caused the accident. That's how microsleep works, and it's insidious. In fact, you can go on doing things on autopilot, but you can't make any decisions, such as making a sharp turn. So your life is really at stake here. And yet another thing that bothers me in microsleep is that, left unchecked, it could lead to some serious stuff. Like it was with me. I basically started daydreaming, or in other words, hallucinating. If you're too tired too often, you're bound to start seeing things, and that's never a good sign. So, what can you do to get rid of microsleep? In fact, nothing much. You can't get rid of it completely. But you sure can reduce the time spent in this state. And it's simple to the point of ridiculous. Get quality sleep every night. And if you can't allow that to yourself, at least take several 20-minute naps during the day. Or one big one-and-a-half-hour nap in the middle of the day. Trust me, this became my choice, and I started feeling much better after an almost sleepless night. So it works. Ah, I think I'm going to get my second nap now. Well, before I go, do you remember your own episodes of microsleep? Let me know down in the comments. If you learned something new today, then give this video a like and share it with a friend. But hey, don't go zoning out just yet. We have over 2,000 cool videos for you to check out. All you have to do is pick the left or right video, click on it, and enjoy. Stay on the bright side of life.